This is the Visionary Collective podcast, helping visionary, purpose-led entrepreneurs and leaders come together to activate their biggest visions and have the unshakable confidence to build a successful and fulfilling life and business that makes a difference in the world. I'm Lisa Mitchell, and I'll be sharing everything you need to create the foundations and growth to build your legacy. You know you are here to do something bigger as part of the Visionary Collective. Hi, and welcome to this episode. So today I want to talk about how you connect and how you build from the profound and the practical. So this is a phrase that came to me a while ago. Often my work, the pieces of my work, the titles of the products that I create, the programs I create, come to me at kind of like three or four o'clock in the morning and they just literally go, whoosh, that's a thing. So the profound and practical was a phrase that was given to me some time ago. And it really epitomizes a lot of what I do. So it's the power of the work I do really in that I'm holding both those pieces. And it's also what I see visionaries do too, that they hold both those pieces. So if you are a visionary, if you are a creative, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a founder, you're holding a big vision. You know, you have a connection to a big vision. You have a connection to something that's outside of you. And so often when I talk to visionaries, and you'll hear this if you listen to the guest episodes on this podcast, they have connected to something bigger than them. And often that desire, that product, that thing that they're creating has been with them since they were a child. They've had an instinct about it. They've had a feeling that something needs changing in the world. And that's also true for me. So they've had this connection to something from being really young, often that they've felt like something's missing, something needs to change. The world needs to change in some way. And then as they've gone through life, their life experiences has added to that. And at some point it's ready to activate that mission to do something different. So I found it really fascinating when I've been interviewing people on this podcast that that's often their experience, that they've had this sense of things need to change and then they it comes to a point in their life where they're ready to step into that. And I, and I say that's certainly true of my experience too, of feeling like life needs to change, of feeling like work needs to be different, of feeling like we should live a life from a place of passion and purpose and joy and fulfillment and build from there. So this is what visionaries do. This is the power of what they create. This is how visionaries can create things that are faster, more powerful, go viral, create an impact that's kind of beyond logic because they're not being built from logic. They're being built from this profound connection space. And then from this profound connection space, we can take practical action. But the practical action is aligned and it's integrated and it has all that force and energy. So I want you to imagine that the profound, the connection, the mission, the vision, the energy is like the fuel behind the practical action. And then the practical action comes out of that. So, so often when we're trying to set up a business or we're trying to create something, we get lost in the actions. Oh my God, there's so much to do and there's limited times in the day. And a lot of the people that I work with are their mothers with children and they've got all these priorities. And it's so easy to get into this racing around and trying to create and being crazy. But actually, 
when you sit with something, when you calm down, when you slow down, you can feel the aligned actions that need to happen. And the aligned actions will be the ones that create impact and create really extraordinary things in your business. So this is what I mean by the profound and the practical. The profound is the deep connection, the vision, the mission, the connection to a higher potential, God, universe, whatever you want to call it, intuition, psychic abilities, sixth sense, all of those things. It's that connection to that. And it's also doing the inner work so that we clear the stuff that's in our way. We clear right through to ancestral and family blocks so that we can be true to our mission in the world, so that we can be as powerful as we can be, so we can show up in a huge way for ourselves and the world and everyone around us. And then the practical is the action that falls out of that. So one, so I'm always holding, you see maybe my hands, if you could see the video to this podcast episode, I'm always holding both those pieces, the profound and the practical, the practical and the profound. And to me, that's why I love coaching so much. It's why I love the, well, the coaching, hypnotherapy, healing work that I do is because we, you know, I can create kind of profound shifts with people that then inspire them into positive action. And then when they take the practical action, it stretches and challenges them again into the next profound shift. So for me, that's why I love coaching versus other kind of more talking therapies or something that's deeply spiritual, but doesn't have action. Because when you combine that profound insight and action together, you start to create something amazing. And that's what I like to do when I go and work with organizations and entrepreneurs and visionaries is to hold both those pieces. So on the profound side, I have like my coaching, my hypnotherapy, my healing work, my energetic work, my consciousness work. Okay. And then on the practical side, I have strategy and practical action and business experience. And, you know, having worked in large organizations and also in more startup organizations in my own career before I became a coach. And then having worked over the last 20 years with so many amazing organizations and leaders, I'm bringing that practical side into. And so often I see entrepreneurs and visionaries get stuck because they're focused too much on one side or the other. So either they're so lost in doing all the personal work and clearing all the blocks and becoming perfect that they don't get into action or they're in action, but they don't really know why. And they're doing a lot of things that are extraneous really to creating that bigger purpose moving forward because they haven't really connected to the vision and the mission. So this is why I created this model that I use called the visionary way, which really flips between these two aspects. And so the first parts of the visionary way are the more profound side. So how do we connect? How do we really connect to a bigger potential to our subconscious, to that intuition, to those ideas and creativity coming through, as I describe, is always for me at three, four o'clock in the morning. And so something just lands in and you can feel when something comes from a place of connection. So I know what I create from my brain, which is really useful. My brain is like serving me all the time. And what I create from that sense of bigger potential where it's just like, whoa, that's, gosh, that's amazing. Like I could never come up with that. I could never come up with that phrase. And I say all the things that I take forward, all the, if you see programs and products from me or things that I talk about, like the profound and the practical, 
are things that have been gifted to me, I believe, from a higher potential so that I can do my biggest work in the world. So connection is so key to yourself at a deep level. You know, if you are going to build an amazing business, you need to be able to connect yourself at a deep level. You need to know your strengths and your talents and your values and what's important to you and what's your biggest vision and mission, right? You need to know what your, you need to have clarity. You need to know what that vision is. You need to know what you're up to in the world. And again, that takes some deep work, you know, to excavate that, to feel into it, to feel what it is and it isn't, to have that clarity of vision so that not only is it clear for you, but also you can articulate that clearly to other people. And then what I call clearing. So clearing what's in the way. So often what blocks us as leaders and entrepreneurs and visionaries and change makers in the world is nothing to do with our business now in the day to day. It's to do with our beliefs and our childhood and things that we were told when we were young or models and patterns that we learned from our childhood and from our parents as we grew up. And often those things are in the subconscious. You know, it's why I've integrated healing and hypnotherapy work into my work because so often those things sit below the surface. And even if we have a feeling of them, we can only clear them so much at a conscious level. So clearing and healing on a conscious and subconscious level is really important. So there is a huge part of being a visionary, being an entrepreneur, being someone creating change in the world that is an inner job. I honestly believe that about 70% of being a successful entrepreneur, creating a successful business, being able to create these movements, these visions, create change in the world is an inner job, actually. And then once we do that, say we can create the practical action that moves everything forward, but we have to do the inner job first then we can get into practical action. And actually what's so fascinating is that when you do the inner work, when you do the connection, when you, you know, I I sometimes say to my clients, it's like slowing down to speed up. So my clients are often A-type personalities. They've got a lot of energy, a lot of ideas. They want to be in action. And I say to them, look, just slow down a little so you can connect, so you can be more in kind of feminine receiving energy, and then that will speed everything up. So it's kind of counterintuitive, you know, it's hard for people to slow down. You know, I've had that experience myself, although I'm so used to operating in that way now, it's kind of become a, my normal, my default behavior, but I know for a lot of people it isn't, and it's challenging to slow down, to stop, to really create something from that space of connection and stillness and calm, and then be able to turn it on and go into action. So once we get into action, we're talking about conscious creation. We're talking about, okay, now I'm aligned. Now I know what this thing is that I'm going to create. What's the action that will help me deliver that thing quickest and most efficiently? And, you know, the big things that will create the change. Because, you know, particularly when I go into big organizations, there's always so much going on. And, you know, often, honestly, people are spinning their wheels. And when I say to people, look, you know, which of these things are truly, truly going to move your vision forward? It probably is the classic 80-20, you know, that 20% of that activity is really going to move things forward the most. So we're always looking at that kind of like, okay, consciously, what am I creating? What's the big moves here? You know, I love that question. What's the big moves here? What's next? If we do only like five things, 
what are those five things that truly move us forward? And yes, there's another 23 things, 30 things, 50 things that we could do, but they're generally not the things that actually move things forward. Okay. Or they move things forward by two or 5%. They're not the game changers. And so I think this is a really useful thing to think about when you are building a business, you know, because especially if you're like a solopreneur, you've got a small team, you know, you don't have all this resource around you at the beginning. It's so easy to get overwhelmed. It's so easy to go, oh my gosh, I've got so many things to do and there are only X hours of the day. And either you do end up not getting through it and getting frustrated or you get overwhelmed because you try and do everything, or you overwork and you weigh yourself out, which again, when you overwork and you weigh yourself out, really doesn't help with that sense of connection and creativity. No one feels creative and innovative and has their best ideas when they're exhausted. So it's such a balance, this. And I talk a lot about, again, about being a creator, not a reactor. And it's such a delicate balance to hold this sense of connection and purpose and calmness and be able to rapidly go into action. And it's a real skill to be able to do that. And, you know, in the rapid action, to have the rapid action and then rest, to have the rapid action and then rest. So again, you're not exhausting yourself. You're giving yourself those breaks. You're giving yourself that mental break, which is stimulating and helps you see again, oh, okay, what's the next thing, right? So I'm going to focus on this. I'm going to truly focus you know, there's a lot around multitasking that's now been discredited. (laughs) We are much better off focusing on a few big things and getting those things done and creating change from there than trying to multitask and do a million things at once. So conscious creation. And then from there, from this inner work, from this sense of myself, from this sense of vision, from that profound connection to myself and this thing that I'm creating, then I can co-create with others from this expanded space from this connected space, from this visionary space. And when you connect with others from this connected visionary space, you'll find that you are magnetic, that people want to work with you, that you'll have people pop up and and just, you know, miraculously give you exactly what you need. And so we do so much less from hard work and more from this sense of like aligned movement and then seeing what turns up and then adapting to what turns up. So the other thing about being in the profound and the practical is it makes you agile. You're not like, I created a plan and I will deliver the plan. And we get tunnel vision about delivering the plan. Of course you want a plan, of course you want a strategy, but you don't want to be so tied into that strategy that you lose a connection to the intuition and the profound. You don't want to be so tied into the profound that you keep like burning your business down and recreating it and burning your business down and recreating it. And, you know, I know for me and for lots of my clients, that consistency, that ability to stay with something over time is tough because we're often creative ideas people. We like the beginning stage of processes. And it's really important, therefore, to have people in your business who can hold that consistency that can get stuff done and to hold you know, the, the end parts of that process while you're creating the new idea. So again, it's that balance. And, you know, as I talk about this today, I feel like this is so much around balance. It's so much around holding different aspects, being able to hold both the profound and the practical, being able to hold both intuition 
and guidance and strategy. Being able to hold stillness and action, you know, coaching and action and holding those polarities. And even as I talk about this, I hope you can feel that holding those polarities, it's quite a sophisticated thing to do. If we're not conscious, if we're not really conscious about what we're creating, then often we create from one place or another. We create from what is our default strength. And it means that if you're building a business with other people in it, then it can mean the business is slightly out of whack. Either it's too practical or it's too profound. Either it's too creative and chaotic or it's not creative and chaotic enough. So this is what I help organizations and leaders to do is to, you know, continually take a step back and say, okay, what are we creating here? Is what we're doing actually delivering on what we want to create? Have we got the right balance? Am I playing to my strengths? And have I got other people that can play to their strengths that love doing some of these aspects that I don't? you know? And that's been a really conscious journey for me in my business to say, I know the pieces I'm good at and I know the pieces that I love and I know the pieces that pull me down. So, you know, I've just been creating a whole load of new content for the Extraordinary Life Club, which is my new paid membership. And, you know, I love like thinking about the content. I love doing the creation exercise. I love kind of writing a script for what I want to say, because as I create, and you know, I find the same on this podcast, as I create new stuff comes out, I say things I don't even know I know before I start. I don't love creating PowerPoint slides. I don't love doing all the practical stuff. I don't love doing all the tech, right? So outsourcing all of that allows me to be creative and to hold that profound connection to what I'm doing If I get too much in the detail, it stops that profound connection. And I know that I have others around me that can help me with those pieces so that it moves to market, it moves into action, it moves into being quickly without me getting bogged down in it. So I hope this is making sense as I'm talking about it. And, you know, I know that people that listen to this podcast are often entrepreneurs, founders, visionaries, or people that want to be that. So what I'm doing here is giving you a sense of how we hold the pieces. So as you listen to this, you might want to think, okay, where am I on this profound and practical scale? Do I love the kind of spiritual ideas, connection, intuition? Do I have a million ideas and loads of post-its stuck up all over my office, but I don't get into action? I'm always trying to get to the thing that I want to do, but actually I don't put it out there. That was certainly me for a long time. Or am I so practical and in the strategy and in my brain that I don't give myself space to connect to my inner world, to connect to my vision, to connect to what I'm really here to do? And I say, I know that when you hold both those polarities then you can create an amazing business. And it's so important because, you know, a business cannot, you can't be a visionary entrepreneurial business, a creative business, a business that breaks the mold if you are constantly in action, you know, because ideas and creativity and innovation come from a space of connection. I have all my best ideas, either waking up in the morning, in the early hours, or walking on the beach, you know, when I'm on my own and I'm really doing nothing, 
and I'm just letting my brain go into that open, expansive space, that's where I always have my best ideas. And those ideas then feed into the practical. But I have to be very conscious, honestly, of moving into practical action quickly enough. You know, I could think and create forever, ever, and just be happy in my own little creative zone. But I know when I put it out there, it's, you know, and it's not perfect because it's never going to be perfect. And I've always got more ideas. Then it builds and grows the business so much faster. And I know I need help and support on that side. So I suspect that if you're listening to this podcast, I suspect that a lot of people who listen to this podcast are on that creative side, you know, that they're the leaders and the idea people and the people that come up with these new concepts and amazing things. And therefore you may need other support around you to do the practical bit. So some of the best businesses that I've ever come across have a very creative founder and a very practical number two. And that can work brilliantly as long as the number two has enough connection to the vision. So it can also go wrong if you've got a very practical number two who then starts doing things that are not aligned. So you've got to kind of be feeling into this all the time. People have to have enough connection to the vision, even if they're practical and they're employed to be practical, they have to also have the connection to the vision. And again, I've seen businesses scale where this has gone gone wrong, where they're like, oh my God, we've got to this size and now we need practical support. And they bring in a COO or an HRD who then starts systemizing the business, but not from this place of profound connection. And that can be absolutely catastrophic to an entrepreneurial, innovative, creative business. So this is such a balance and a nuance. And it's so fascinating to me. It's why I love working with entrepreneurial businesses and why I love working with businesses when they're in fast growth. You know, maybe they've just got around, you've just got a round of funding or you've just got to a certain size, maybe over 20, 30 people. And all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, there's like, you know, there's a lot going on here. What do we do? So I really want you to think about this balance, to think about how you create enough space and time for both these aspects for you as a leader, particularly if you're the founder of an organization or the leader of a division in a big organization. So you're basically running your own mini company, I guess, that you need space for the profound and the practical. You need time and space just to connect, to be creative, to be innovative, to sit and doodle or walk on the beach, walk on the park, walk your dogs and be creative. And you need space to be practical and you need both those aspects going on. And again, as organizations, you need to hold both those pieces. Who are the people that really bring this creativity and innovation and profound connection to the vision? And who are the people who are amazing at implementing it? So I hope this is helpful. And I wanted to come and talk about this because it's so crucial, say to innovative businesses, that you hold both those pieces. And my experience of being around businesses and also being around other coaches and strategy people, you know, consultants that help businesses, is that people tend to be very much on one side or the other. And I see this on social media all the time. The strategy guys are like, it's strategy that changes the business. And the coaching people are going, no, it's about the connection and the profound side. That's what changes the business. And the truth is you need both. You know, we love to create polarities at this point in our evolution as a human race. The point is you need both. You need the profound connection, the vision, the creativity, the innovation, and you need the practical action strategy. 
And honestly, when you combine those two pieces together, you will create extraordinary things in your life and business. And you know already that's what I'm passionate about is creating the most extraordinary lives and businesses. So this is one of the things that I know I can hold very naturally with leaders and organizations. So if you know that you you haven't quite got this balance right, or you feel like you need somebody to help you support this balance, then do reach out to me because I think it's an unusual skill set. People say this to me, gosh, you know, you're, you can go so deep and yet you're also really practical. So I've claimed this as one of my superpowers. So if you need that support, if you need to be able to hold the pieces, if you need to look at some pieces for yourself or you need to look at some pieces for your business, then do reach out to me because I know this is one of my abilities, one of my things I can hold very naturally and it can be utterly transformational in terms of business success. So I wish you well, have a little thought and little noodle on this. Think about where you stand, think about the support you need, think about how you create your business so it builds on this profound and practical side or sides. And I'd love to hear from you and let me know, you know, does this land? Where are you? You know, what's the kind of aha moments as you listen to this podcast? I'd love to know. Thank you for listening to the Visionary Collective podcast with Lisa Mitchell. If you want to be part of this exciting, bigger movement, come and join other amazing visionary purpose-led entrepreneurs in my free Facebook group, The Visionary Collective.